You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick here today, joined by a fan of a good team. You know, something that we haven't talked about in quite a long time. Mr. Javier Reyes. Javi, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. We had about 30 minutes of offline chat before we started <laughs> recording this about literally everything, about the industry, about the Mandalorian, about Star Wars, about Marvel, about everything. And uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. It's, it's, it's a blast because I know, you know, you're, you're one of the two, I'd say, sad boys of Locked On. <laughs> like, it's like you and Ethan Smith of Locked On Pirates where I, you guys are genuinely definitely- in awe. We're definitely sad boys, like just <laughs> such sad boys. And you know, like it's it's kind of wild because, like, I mean, I we were just talking about this before the pod. Like, I like full on went like full Rangers fan. I mean, like 2010. So like, I haven't known too many lean years. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's been mostly a good run. There was 2014 that was like hell on earth because everybody <laughs> got hurt. But like, you knew it was a fluke, and they were gonna come back like next year. Yeah. At least competitive. But the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. it's been real rough man yeah just, yeah yeah it's I just like and it. I, I relate to that too like I only started like being interested I grew up a Yankees fan because my parents are crazy obviously where I'm, I'm from New Jersey and that's that's what happens uh and then in like 2015 is when I started following them it's basically when Preller gets there because mm-hmm. my one friend uh and I don't even know if I told you this before and I assume people who've listened to my podcast have heard it if they haven't well you hear it you hear my origin story again I guess I'm like the <laughs> We're doing the Spider-Man thing. We're telling the origin story over and over. Um, <laughs> there was, uh, I was kind of, the older I got, I was like a little bit more detached from the Yankees because I, there was just certain things about them. I didn't like, I didn't like the elitism. And I still got love for, for any New York homies, any East Coast homies, obviously. But to an extent, there's just some things about the Yankees that rub me the wrong way. I was like, everybody, they just got like the Avengers Endgame budget and they're able to just get everybody, <laughs> right? And then I, I just, I'm my one of my, my closest friends, he's from San Diego. So he mm-hmm. was like kind of a Padres fan. He was a little bit of a Boston guy just because he's moved here now. He's like, all right, I, he's like, I hate New York. So therefore I'm just gonna like whatever hates New York. <laughs> um, and he would tell me about them a little bit. And I remember in 2015 when Prowler does the crazy Will Myers- uh, who's that closer that's not good anymore? I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. You um, more specific. There's quite a few of those. Craig Kimbrell. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you didn't give me any hints, but Craig Kimbrell. Um, <laughs> it was okay, like I did not Myers, Kimbrell, Upton, and Kemp. Like, Gosh. I was so in awe of that. And since, I, since I'm a Chargers fan and they're still in San Diego at the time, I was like, all right, this translates a little bit. Let me start following the other San Diego team that's there, right? Mm-hmm. I, no, I wasn't like, I wouldn't call myself like a fan fan just yet. But that happened and they kind of blew it a little bit. It was more of like a fantasy baseball type of move. You know what I mean? Like the type <laughs> of thing that fantasy baseball owners get excited about. Upton was pretty okay. And Myers was kind of fun, I guess. And then Matt Kemp was in eh, And then Craig Kimbrough was fine, I guess, right? Yeah. But then what's so amazing is what probably has been able to do turning it around. And this is yeah. where, when we transition to now, like, it almost seems like he was like a young gun. When you look back at 2015, he was a young guy. He's like, I'm getting in here. Hey, guess what, Padres baseball? We're not doing no farm system nonsense. Give me a break. We're going to trade for everybody. That's what we're going to do. But we're also going to keep the farm system. Exactly. Because everyone's so cheap. What's so great about Preller is that he's been able to recover, in my opinion. I've said this on the podcast before where everyone talks about the great trades. Yeah, the James Shields and all 
what I think is so amazing is he's been able to recover from some of the mistakes, i.e. people don't might forget, but they gave up Trey Turner in the Will Myers deal. That's bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, Will Myers cool. had a good season this year, comeback player type and all that, or one of the nominees, I should say, for comeback player. Uh, it went to the the fellow from the Rockies, I believe, the guy who had a pitch in eight years. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and by the way, totally deserved. I think the story of you coming back, it's it's the most comeback player type of thing we could have, right? So I was yeah. I, I was fine with that, but for him to make up for that, so okay, you you do the up and all that stuff. You aren't quite able to just give up on those players and all right, it didn't work in the first half, so let's just get rid of them. It doesn't quite work, <laughs> but then you have the James Shields trade obviously and then you get the the el nino from it right mm-hmm. and then you get yes, the main machado and then you say you sign eric cosmer uh, that doesn't turn out too great right everybody's like that's kind of an overpaying he's not that good but it's okay he recovers from it signs manny machado the tatis grows into the superstar like top five six type of player in the league um he's been able to match his mistakes and what's so insane it's still insane to me like you uh mentioned before that they still have, I, I looked at it the other day, they still have the most top 100 prospects in baseball. This it's is a team absurd. that has signed Machado. When you look in the last like two and a half years, they've signed Machado. They've brought in Mike Clevenger. They've brought in Blake Snell. They've brought in your boy, you Darvish. They signed Hassan Kim. They <laughs> traded for Tommy Pham. They traded for, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, the great jerks and Profar. The great jerks and Profar, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Four went out for Texas. Oh man, I feel so bad uh, say this, but then all these things, and there's probably someone I'm for Grisham, Grisham, you get Grisham and you get Davies in a deal for, I forgot who the prospect guy they even gave up, gave up it for, um, gave up at this point, but uh, Grisham, like looking back at that trade, it's kind of like Milwaukee, what were you doing? Like, I know he had the most infamous, like, error in Milwaukee playoff history in, in, in a while with the the catch name. He was clearly broken up about it. And I wrote about this where one of the great redemption stories last year was Grisham because he wins the gold glove. Like, mm-hmm. how about that? And he's so young. And what's so crazy, man, just to p- put a bow on this and finally let you speak uh, <laughs> is, you know, Grisham, regular Padres history. This would be the guy that we're all freaking out about. This mm-hmm. is the, the Padres Twitter, Padres Reddit, Padres fans everywhere would be like, wow. Grisham man 245 average but a little bit of pop and he gets on base a lot and he's a gold glove defensive player we could build a team and like he's gonna get better no guess what you have Jake Cronenworth who comes out of nowhere you have the (laughs) god Tatis you have Machado and then you have all these pitchers that it's amazing how much the team has vaulted itself into being like a top tier team and basically next to the Dodgers is the best team in baseball now it's just I'm just so lucky I cannot believe that everything fell this way God, you really are. It's like if I started a Rangers <laughs> podcast in like 2009, you know, yeah, yeah, right yeah. thing to be on the come up. But, you know, it's like maybe... if you invested in Apple after Steve Jobs left. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I or mean, if like I invested, the first time. If I invested in, in, you know, GameStop like two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. That's a better example. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit more relevant. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So, why would you endure all the pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, is your car an LX or an EX, or all kinds of other stuff you don't know that much about cars, then 
rockauto.com has you covered. They are the perfect perfect place to go for people who are self-made mechanics, people like me who don't know all that much about cars. My grandfather would be very disappointed because he worked on cars, but he didn't teach me all he knew about cars, so I just trust that rockauto.com has me covered. They are a family business uh, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need from a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is so unique, it's so easy to use. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose from the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low. These are good people, and they know they have you covered on those low prices, and they're the same for pros or do-it-yourselfers. Why do you spend up to twice as much on the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.ag. Are y'all ready for some football? We are nearing the end. We are close to the Super Bowl. We've got all kinds of good playoff matchups. We've also got NBA going on. We've also got NHL going on. We've got college basketball, all kinds of stuff. And you can get in on the action. If you've been sitting on the sidelines, there is only one place that we trust uh, that has you covered it's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Now, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. St- we got Dallas Morning News background. Stonk, See, stonk Bryce talk. knows his current events. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read the paper, you know, it, it yeah. teaches you things. It but does. Gosh, you know, just because teams are busy in the offseason doesn't mean they're good because the Rangers were, were just about as busy as the Padres were, except they weren't quite as big a deals. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, there's just there's a lot of envy here. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot of envy. And I think the yeah. thing that, that summed it the most up was, um, the recently the Padres, um, or just a few days ago, the Padres tweeted out a picture um, oh, man. of you Darvish and Jerickson Profar smiling, taking a selfie, and they said reunited. So yeah, yeah, like you. yeah. And that about murdered me dead. That like <laughs> that was the cruelest thing they could have tweeted. They did not they did not just tweet it just to be cruel. Like they did not do that. They were just having their joy. They were so happy like i've never seen like profile has one of the best smiles in baseball he always has oh it has been absolutely one of my favorite things about him him and joey both have incredible smiles that's you know part of the reason why i love them you know not objectifying athletes but you know that's it's just a great thing and he's always been such a joyful guy and like the part that made it hurt the most is just because I know that he's living his life and like and i'm happy (laughs) i'm so happy that he has found a way to like recover because he was a guy who came up who was the top prospect in baseball. He was supposed to be basically what Francisco Lindor is. Like, that was his projection. And he was going to yeah. hit it. Mm-hmm. He was so certain, dead on. You knew he was going to do it. His first at-bat see, in yeah. Cleveland hits a home run. This is the wonder kid, the kid mm-hmm. from Curacao, the 19-year-old who knows how to survive all these big expectations. And he's doing it with a smile like he couldn't care, like he's just a 12-year-old playing in his backyard in Curacao with his buddies, but he's doing it on a stage mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people and then tragically gets hit 
with the shoulder injury and then yeah. another injury and setback yeah. and setback and so forth. That was in 2014 when we also found out, I think maybe at the end of that year that uh, Prince Fielder was diagnosed with the neck injury um, right. that would end up ending his career. And then um, I think Shinsu Chu was out for most of that year. Um, Beltre was like the only one that was healthy and you Darvish, but then the next year you Darvish would <laughs> undergo Tommy John surgery. Actually, the sad would, boys coming he, out, guys. Yeah, he would miss <laughs> he would miss quite a lot of, at the end of the season with like mm. what we th- would find out eventually would be Tommy John, like not until like next year. And also, Ron Washington stepped down in the middle of that scandal. Oh, yeah, and like it was 2014 was was when the sad boys started, and then yeah, they come back in 2015 and they win the division from the Astros. And that's what Desmond, right? My boy uh, Ian Desmond comes in. Yeah, that was that was 2015, mm-hmm. and um. Prince Fielder's yeah. last hurrah and mm-hmm. Beltre at, at towards the end of his prime and like all kinds of weird hodgepodge things like Mazzara mm-hmm. played quite a bit. Um, that was the year that Joey Gallo first played in center field. He was still a third baseman at the time. And <laughs> me and my boy, uh, Grant, he's been on quite a few of my podcasts lately about once a week. Um, we unironically were like, yeah, put this third baseman who's six, five, two forty in center field. He can do it. He can do it. He's going <laughs> to do it. Great. And knowing there's no way in hell that they're going to put this man in center field. And then they did, they did for like five or six games. And we're like, <laughs> did we manifest this? Is John Daniels reading my tweets and thinking, you know what? This guy has a point. Maybe we should try this. Yeah. yeah. But like, that was such a magical season. And like 2016, we had the Jeff, Ban- it, was, it was a perfect Jeff Banster team of like, just grit, tough grit, gur, 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 just reach down and just do it. And yeah. like that clearly didn't work when you don't actually have a good team. So yeah, Chris Woodard comes in and like, I don't know. It, it the was, boy. Fun. it was fun seeing like the Rangers like doing things, but like there's a big difference between like doing all these little things. And like, I like the Kohei Arihara signing. I like some of the other, I can, I'm turning around on the Nate Lowe trade. I, I didn't like it at first. I still probably don't like it um, because trading any young prospects to the Rays probably means they're going to end up being all-stars because that's just kind of how it works (laughs) like or they'll just have the most significant postseason of all time um for like no reason you give up just like matthew you get like matthew levator in return who somehow the cardinals didn't even have to give up in their trade for a top five player in baseball there's the transition oh we're (laughs) transitioning from sad boy to mad boy because the cardinals deserve (laughs) nothing good they have never deserved anything good, and it is not okay, and I am not okay. And I just need, I need you to help me talk through this. This is this is my podcast therapy session. That's what this is now. Podcast therapy session. I like that. It should be the title. Look, Gosh. man. <laughs> so this breaks on, was it Friday night? I think this is when this broke. I forgot. Um, or was this? Yeah, this has to be uh, Friday night, right? January 29th, so whenever, whatever day that was. Yeah. Okay, so that was, yeah, That's that was Friday, Friday night. And... What's so amazing is we've been, we haven't even mentioned about this before is like, you know, off season for baseball is kind of slow a lot of times, right? It's it's so often and it's very it's slow. maddening. It shouldn't be that we basically have to wait like a whole month before anything happens. But in fairness, this year, and then you know, this is where I, my my part comes in. This year, it's like you we basically season ends like October, whenever the heck it ended, and then we have like a month and a half period where just nothing. We don't even get the we don't we literally don't even get those like total i'm not saying they're lying but like total baloney annoying like things where it's like (laughs) rumor padres is interested in adding another starter rumor boston (laughs) red sox like where it's like everyone's just interested in players like that we'd even get that 
for an hour and a half. Are close, like are are thinking about doing like no, nobody's thinking about doing anything. (laughs) Everyone's tired. Everyone's exhausted. They're like, screw baseball. Give me a month. And then you know, like the month and a half later. The worst part is like a lot of that was like during the winter meetings when stuff's supposed to happen. Yeah, things uh normally happen there. It should be like the NBA. We 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 always are wanting for it to be like that immediate thing where it's like boom, Trevor Bauer has in like two days he signs his contract, and that doesn't happen. And then my team comes in does the 24 hours that just i mean i've joked a lot you've probably seen my stuff where it's like i've been just beg- begging whoop, burp there begging for aj power to kill me in the most like increasingly <laughs> heinous ways possible like i cannot exp- the, the 24 hours of i'm literally just sitting down watching a show studio 60 on the sunset strip for anybody who's curious don't ask why i decided to watch it um i'm on like episode four or whatever it is i'm just calming down it's a sunday night and then boom the the passing passan i don't know which one how uh, you pronounce his name so i'm not mistaken about that it's passing because i've heard both um passing bomb comes in jeff passing if jeff passing slash passan if you're listening to this please tell us how to pronounce yeah just just dm me my dms are open um (laughs) (laughs) uh he comes in just from not even the rafters not even from the Empire State Building, but like from the the satellite dish in space, just <laughs> slamming down onto Earth. Padres have traded for Blake Snell. And then what's crazier is like, I think people forget like only like an hour or so after that, maybe not even an hour, it's another report, which is like, they're also interested in you, Darvish, and very close. So it's like, what? I was just like, <laughs> excuse me? Like, you're not even going to give us a data. AJ Prowler is just off the... I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was just thinking about it. And then he popped like a, 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 a Hennessy bottle or something like that. He was just like, yep. let's do it. We're just doing this right now. Let's go. And then most underrated, I think most underrated, uh, maybe one of the most underrated, because maybe my bias is showing signings this off season, just because I think it gets forgotten is Hassan Kim. Yeah. I'm still mad at y'all for that. Like, yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was, you should have listened to like my very sad boy, like reports, like through oh, no. a few podcasts that I did in November. Cause I was just so depressed about it. I'm like, I'm like, maybe they could go get a hustle on camp. Like, <laughs> like that would be fun. Like a nice little thing. You don't have to spend too much money. He could be pretty, he could be pretty, pretty decent. You know, just give me some hope, something. And then like, no, Padres get him too. Padres also get your favorite Rangers prospect that got you into prospect, Jerkson Profar, and he's happy and have a good time. Also, yeah. the ace that you didn't appreciate or your fan base didn't appreciate and that you love and miss every single day like he is your best friend because, you know, part of him is because he loves dogs and he still loves and stands for Dallas. And boom, all these people are going to San Diego, a place that's much more beautiful and nice and, and you know, just better yeah, than where you are joyful. right now. So suck it. Just suck it. Don't hope for anything. Just it was it was absolutely remarkable. And then basically ever since this series of madness, just AJ Preller deciding to go Jason Voorhees on the league. After that, and then they have a couple more things. So they have Joe Musgrove and then they re-signed Profile, which you've you've already mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And basically every ever since then, we've kind of gotten like a good steady flow of baseball news, which is kind of cool. And it leads us to Arenado, which was just I don't know about you, but my perspective on all this. So yeah, and I imagine every lockdown host, we kind of feel the same about owners and not wanting to try and just this total like malpractice going on in the league where you're either really smart right now or you are trading Nolan Aronoff for seemingly nothing, seemingly. And you're also paying them. You're paying $50 million of the salary to get rid of him. Where I think the most concerning thing- Was that part of the deal? Was they're paying? Yeah, they're they're paying part of it. (laughs) 
it's for me, what's been concerning is yes, obviously one of the things that's problematic in baseball is the fact that owners aren't wanting to spend money and whatnot, but I think it's like, so here's my take. I'm not saying that these teams shouldn't, but teams like no offense, like the Rangers teams like Pittsburgh, especially where I don't get as upset when I see them not being like, let's go get every free agent because they're literally rebuilding. Maybe they want to wait for their moments of pounce, like other sports where it's like, you're not going to have, you know, uh, in like the, in football, certain teams that spend as much in free agency when they want to wait, cause they're not very good or something like that. Right. Or especially in basketball, but then you have teams like Boston, you have teams like Tampa Bay, who, by the way, was literally in the World Series, and all they've done this, this offseason is like year. this year. Let's not pay ten to twelve million for Blake Snell for three years, whatever. I think he's getting paid fifteen million in year three, which is, by the way, arguably one of the best contracts in baseball for a starter, like ace pitcher. That's nothing. You don't have a lot of like, yeah, and he's one of Cy Young. Your only like defense against the Dodgers' mm-hmm. insane lineup of death. It's the only sport right now where literally playoff teams that were in the playoffs this past season are giving up. It's the and only sport. And normally there sport. are fewer playoff teams than in any other sport. So, like, yeah. making the playoffs is that much harder. So, like, what are you doing? And, like, not just playoff teams, but, like, big market teams. These yeah. teams with long histories that yeah, have been Chicago and really good. Yeah, they have just won World Series in the past five years and, like, had these good young stars that are, like, really know about that yeah it's like, like why aren't the cubs buying why aren't why you like aren't... all right we had some bad luck but let's go out and I, I, go out and get trevor bauer and we're gonna hey guess what guys chris bryant's really good he just had a bad season and it's 60 mm-hmm. game stretch and yeah. pedro oh wow pedro um javi baez mm-hmm. um it's amazing that we get the javier player of all people the name <laughs> incorrectly right um is he like a little bit of a defensive stud and then maybe a little bit overrated as a bat? Maybe, whatever. Still an interesting piece. You have Schwarber, you have Rizzo, you have you have stuff. Why is that those are the teams that are giving up? Why is it that the Tampa Bay thing is just borderline apparent? Like and that's just Bo- like, Boston it's insane. Did, like Boston was like good. Like yeah. they were good. And mm-hmm. like this year, all they needed, like go sign a couple pitchers and they did. And like, they still have some very good players. They have very good third base and very good shortstop. Very good corner out. You have stuff. Pittsburgh and these teams, like I mentioned before, it's like, all right, I get it. You guys are really rebuilding. Maybe you don't want to put all your your bets in the middle right now because you don't even know what you have. You know what I mean? Because then you'll be like a Padres situation where they have the Kemp Upton thing, but they're not enough to actually Mm -hmm. make your team good enough, right? Because you need more stuff. It's a team sport, obviously. But then it's it's Tampa. That's the every baseball fan should be concerned where. Tampa's response to being in the World Series was it's to sell off their best. Get rid of our ace, and we're not going to pay seven million for Charlie Morton or whatever it was that they wanted to get. So it's true. like no. Instead, it should be like they should be the team that we heard about that signed George Springer three days after the season ended because they're like yep. we're right there. Let's add another bat, and then they go out and sign. Um, they needed Marcus Stroman. You know, mm-hmm. like they. That's what it should be. But instead, it's like. So you're telling me like you're just the Blue Jays now are just gonna get everybody and the Padres are gonna get everybody? Why? Why? Like you just have to and the Mets too. Like you just yeah, have to the try Mets. A it's like, like it's I don't. I, it's it's bad for the sport. It's clearly it's, leading to and it's a most, CBA nightmare. It's the most I frustrating time to be a baseball fan of like a mediocre team because you're like yeah, look look at what they're doing. Like they like yeah the Padres have a good like farm system whatever but like and the Blue Jays have a couple young people and like the Mets have well two people that I'd say are pretty good before this. I mean, Conforto's fine, but like, 
Yeah, I mean, it was they really have some good. stuff. But like, just go spend money on good players and like yeah. pay them like what market rate should be. Like you're mm-hmm. not even like outrageous overpays. Like they're just like pays. Mm-hmm. And that's the and frustrating it's... thing. That's going to do it for today's episode with Javi of Locked On Padres. Uh, a lot of fun talking to him. That We'll be back later this week with a part two, talking a little bit about the Nolan Arenado trade, um, some ways to fix baseball, and you know a little bit about Friday Night Lights, surprisingly enough. Um, I have a shocking and scary admission about Friday Night Lights um, that's not actually shocking or scary, but um, it's definitely worth listening. We have a lot of fun um, chatting it up. But be sure to tune in later this week, probably uh, around – Wednesday, I think, uh, Wednesday morning, it should be ready for you. Um, and then I'll have four episodes of this week. I should have one with Grant as well. Um, and one tomorrow that I'm not exactly sure what's going to go on about, but you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and you better stick in, tune in, um, find out what's going to go on tomorrow, but that's going to do it for today. Until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.